What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Stay United podcast. Here to speak about United's 6-2 comeback victory against Roma. Before I get into that, remember to follow at StayUTDpod on Instagram and Twitter in order to know when new episodes are being released and to speak with a Manchester United and football fan that many of you are. <laughs> Was a little worried for a minute. Well... Manchester United 6, Roma 2 and you have to say what a capitulation by Roma in the second half because you know at the halftime whistle it seemed like they had full control of the game and quite frankly I was worried, I was annoyed. You know 2-1 down at halftime and it you know we really were the ones who capitulated in the first half so it was a story of two teams capitulating it was Roma capitulating in the second half and us returning to brilliance and us starting brilliant and then capitulating soon after in the first half so you know we showed up at the right times and thankfully we weren't more than 2-1 down because definitely could have been more opportunities for Roma but overall we just you know, we really dropped off in the first half. And I have to say again, and ask Ole, why is this happening? Why is our team starting so well in games? And then for whatever reason, after 10 minutes or so, they just drop off and go back to slow passing, inaccurate passing, not creating chances and, and not really playing with the intensity that a Manchester United squad sh- should be playing with, you know? Um, but yeah. After the first half, I mean, wow, I was angry, extremely angry. And a a lot of players just didn't pull their weight, in my opinion. But in the second half, once again, very, very, very pleased. And I even questioned their character half-time, you know. Some of them looked beaten in some parts of the first. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, don't let something like this happen again once we've reached a semi-final. There's no way this can happen again. And then thankfully in the second half, we turned it up a notch. And we really punished Roma for making defensive mistakes after defensive mistakes. After we kind of did the same in the first half, but we didn't get punished as much as they did. I mean, look. Like I said, that Pogba penalty that they gave in the second half as well. What, that referee. Look, I don't like criticising referees regularly. But there's a clear drop-off today. And then in general, because in the Premier League, referees have just been bewildered. And in this competition tonight, the referee was absolutely poor. How you give a penalty for that? Look, I understand maybe that's the rules or not. But there is no common sense anymore in refereeing. I felt like back in the days, referees would use their common sense and really put themselves in the positions, thinking, well... You know, you, for example, Pogba's hand, where else can it go if he's sliding down? You know, he can't keep his hands by his side while sliding down. You have to control yourself in the air so that the collision with the body to floor is not going to injure you. So where else are your hands supposed to go? He didn't even know where the ball was. So that penalty was just absolutely ridiculous. So quite frankly, Roma shouldn't have two goals as, as as it stands already and then like I said the passing became sloppy very very sloppy and I, I said at the time United need to refocus and start playing the way they did before like I've said many times this season thankfully in the second half they did so and Roma were also getting comfortable and they had quite a few chances in this game 
but after the first half they were quite unlucky and <laughs> the drop off is real and like I said we, we did get punished for dropping off obviously that second goal it was just poor defending poor defending overall by the team keeping the runner offside and then freeing and he had an easy pass into Edin Dzeko so that was a poor first half overall and uh, you know, as usual, good 10 minutes, then we drop off. I have to keep on saying it because I have to uh, keep on asking the question, why does this happen? It shouldn't be happening. A top team should be playing, you know, a 90-minute game is a 90-minute game. You don't play well for 45 minutes, you know. And against better teams, better opposition, you can really get punished for that. And we have been punished for that in the past. So it has to be better and it has to be better next season as well. And that's why I say these Premier League games, I'm looking for improvement. I'm looking for signs of improvement that will lead into the future, you know, next season, the preseason even, seasons after that. That's why I want Manchester United and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to use the remaining Premier League games and maybe even the Europa League games, of course, to show off the improvements and the progress that this team is truly making. And over to player ratings and as usual be sure to share your player ratings on Twitter and Instagram at stayutdpod. You know we're a community and we're forever building a community so I want you guys and girls to get involved most importantly. David De Gea I would say a 6 obviously conceded 2 goals not a fault for them and didn't really put a foot wrong in the game except for one time where he, he you know put a straight pass straight into Edin Dzeko got a bit lucky there but overall didn't have much to do except for pick the ball out of the net Aaron Wan-Bissaka 6 um it was an alright performance from him going forward I thought in the second half he was he was very good going forward and obviously found himself in the position for Cavani's second goal obviously he took the shot and it rebounded luckily off the keeper and then Cavani had an easy tap in Lindelof and Maguire, I gave a six. Some would say maybe that's a bit overscoring them. But I thought, apart from the goals, the defending wasn't great. But I thought they didn't put a foot, much of a foot wrong in the game. Or the rest of the game, should I say. Shaw, Luke Shaw, a six. I thought, didn't have the greatest first half. Like a lot of the players, but in the second half. Showed his quality, really got forward down that left wing especially for one of the goals and yeah it was Luke Shaw <laughs> typical Luke Shaw Fred and McTominay now I both gave them a five I didn't want them to start together and I don't understand Look, maybe McTominay I can understand but why Fred is still starting I do not know because I don't think that he's been in the greatest bit of form recently you know, I know he is Mr. Reliable with Scott McTominay, but Fred hasn't been in the greatest form recently. And I think sometimes you need to try different things. Obviously, maybe throwing Donny van der Beek into a game like this may have been too much, considering that he's hardly played this season. But I would have liked to seen Paul Pogba in the midfield. I would have liked to seen maybe Mason Greenwood on the right, like I said in a predicted lineup. But in the end, it worked out. But I still have to question that team selection. I'll stand by that. Paul Pogba, 9. Absolutely brilliant performance regardless of him not being in the midfield. You know, helped to di him, Bruno and Cavani who I all touched on. Those are the star players that really stood up. 
and took accountability for the team's performance and I'm I'm proud of them. Absolutely proud and pleased with them, pleased for them, you know, because Paul Pogba, brilliant, great header, great headed goal. And, you know, he may not have had the stats of Bruno and Cavani, but he absolutely dictated the game as much as they did. Some of the passes he pulled off in the game, fantastic. And he makes it look easy. Same with this man, Bruno Fernandes, another nine. Just fantastic. Two goals and two assists. What, can, what can't you say again about Bruno? You know, he's absolutely brilliant. And, you know, the commentators on BT Sport mentioned he was kind of in a goal drought for the first, well, a proper goal drought for the first time in his Man United career. He shut that up real quick. Marcus Rashford, six. Not the greatest performance, I thought, from Rashi. Once again, doesn't look fully 100%. And I'll keep on saying that, you know, but in the end of the day, we got the performance in and he's all good, hopefully. And Hederson, Cavani and I, we need, I'm bet. listen, I, I know he's not listening to this, but please, if there is the off chance of you listening, Edison Cavani, please, I'm begging you, please stay at Manchester United. I know family situations and personal reasons may sway you away. But please, I'm begging you, the sort of player that Edison Cavani is, we haven't had that type of player for the longest. And it's so great to watch it. He's so, so great to watch, you know. And if we can just piece a team in the summer that can almost create more chances for, chances for him and uh, other attacking players at like Bruno, Rashford's, Greenwoods, um, Ahmad Diallo, hopefully he'll be more involved coming up next season maybe even Donny van der Beek you know imagine how great of a team attacking wise we could be and especially if we you know shore up defense as well subs I gave Matic and Mata both a five happy birthday from one matter uh, from yesterday as well and Mason Greenwood is seven what can you say as well off the bench with a goal effective clinical that's Mason Greenwood well, what a good result, you know, hopefully that means that we should be in the Europa League final after such a, a great result and we should be able to rotate just a slightly a little bit for next week's second leg. But we now look forward to the Liverpool game at home on Sunday. Now, this may not mean a lot in terms of league position, but as a Manchester United fan, as Manchester United players... Manchester United staff, this should mean everything. We need to go into this Sunday game with a fresh mentality. You know, I'm not saying throw out the best players and everything like that. Obviously, you can rotate the same way because we're looking towards Europa League and also finishing the league as strong as possible, which also we have to remember that. But if we can go out on Sunday and really make a statement against Liverpool, that could be another positive that people look back on at the end of the season and say, yeah, we're heading in the right direction. But remember to follow at StayUTDPod on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok in order to know when new episodes are being released and to speak with a Manchester United and football fan like many of you are. The Stay United podcast is on many platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So be sure to listen and share it to your family and friends if you enjoy. Thank you for all the support as always. 
Remember to hold social media platforms and governing bodies accountable for the racism and prejudice behaviour that happens so that real change can finally start to be achieved. And until the next time, stay united my peoples. Roma got dispatched. <laughs>